0: What's up, everybody? This is the Betrayed, the Addicted, and the Expert. My name is Brandon, and I am the Expert.
1: And I'm Ashlyn, and I was the Betrayed.
0: And I'm Kobe, the Recovering Addict. What you're going to get is three unique perspectives on recovery and tools for hope and healing. All right, uh, let's jump right in today. We got uh, an amazing guest, um, Neil from VidAngel. And Neil, I think it'll be best if you just introduce yourself, tell us um tell us who you are, tell us what your what your company does, and I think as you do that, our audience will understand why we've invited you to come on. So Sure.
2: Thanks. For, Thanks for having me on, Brennan and Kobe and Ashland. Um my name's Neil Harmon. I am the CEO and and a co-founder of a company called VidAngel, okay. uh which We have, our purpose is to help you uh, make entertainment good for your own home. And we do that in two ways. Uh, The first way, and and one that we're famous for on a number of levels, is um, is we we provide a filtering app that uh, allows you to filter popular content from uh, Amazon Prime, from Netflix, from HBO, uh, and remove things that you find objectionable in your home. So you could watch Game of Thrones without nudity, or you could watch Star is, Wars is without Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> well, I mean, the joke is is that you could sit down and watch Game of Thrones together as a family and enjoy the credits. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. So uh, it's a filtering app, and it's really cool technology. It's uh, really seamless, and you can you can filter things on a large category level say you don't want to hear any bad language or you can say i just don't want to hear the f word or you can go focus in on a specific scene and say okay. i just don't want to see the decapitation in this in this movie
0: oh interesting yeah so swear words violence nudity and, and you can tailor it accordingly yeah
2: to yeah. what to what you care about in your home oh. so oh. different people care about different things they yeah you know, uh we have a bunch of people who are from Brazil who work at VidAngel. And they say that in Brazil, um, uh, violence is – they're very sensitive to violence and uh, not so sensitive to nudity or sexual content. And here in the U.S., it's kind of the opposite. So, um, hmm. and, so everybody has their own – and, and there are people who are triggered by certain scenes. or And so pe- people have different reasons for using VidAngel technology. Yeah.
3: Ash, you had a, you had a, uh, I guess you identified a specific kind of filtering um, as far as uh, trauma is concerned that I think would be cool for you to speak well, to. Well, right.
1: I remember seeing one of your commercials, which are always well done on Facebook, that was going around and um, it was talking about how you could filter for different things and it brought up trauma and it kind of blew my mind thinking, I was thinking swear words. I was thinking maybe nudity, but if there was sexual abuse or something like that, you can take that out and um, rape, things like that. I was just kind of shocked. And I think that can speak to our audience as well. Um,
0: You know, as you're saying that, Ashlyn, it's just kind of hitting me of, you know, it's amazing that we have this content out there and that... (laughs) Like they make money selling it because people want to watch this. Right. It's it's really kind of it's crazy. entertainment. It's but... <laughs> entertainment. Like yeah, there's scenes of rape that actually mm-hmm. get watched, and yeah. So I think it's awesome to be able to to filter some things. I mean, I work with with people who who have experienced tremendous amounts of trauma, and um, you know, a lot of things trigger trauma. But to be exposed to these explicit scenes, uh, it's very. Tra- re-traumatizing and traumatic for somebody and i think it's 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 awesome to be able to tailor your content we all want to be entertained we all most people love movies and, and things like that but it's so hard it gets harder and harder to be able to 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 watch these things because it's getting so
2: so bad so dark there's a lot of dark content out of there and that it's actually a good segue into the second uh purpose for vid angel and that is um our, make our, our why, why we exist to make entertainment good for your home. Um, it has a meaning in terms of just, you know, filtering content that you, you know, popular content, but then also we are, you know, vid angel studios, its purpose is to, uh, create great original content, uh, that sets a standard for how, you know, how we can, you know, make better content. That's not so dark just from and, the get go. huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So, um, yeah, both those things are why we exist.
0: Can, oh, go ahead. Please. Speak speak to that
2: um,
3: as far as what, what you guys create, as far as the studio is concerned. Because, I mean, I, sometimes I just want to have some light. Yeah. I want to have some levity. And I don't want, to, like, there's a long season in life where actually I watched many, many continuous episodes of Law and & Order. And you know what? Sometimes I just want to, like, have some that's easy. Watch Master <laughs> Shrek games yeah. or something. I think I was,
1: like, the most negative person in the world because it was literally marathon of Law & Order. But it's just but. seeing all these terrible things. Every totally. Time.
0: Now I know you. You and my mom have something in common. <laughs> she loves Law and Order. So
2: you know, one industry that uh, during the first and uh, second uh, World Wars and during the Great Depression that didn't uh, retract is the entertainment industry. It's movies. And um, during the Great Depression, people still went to the theater because they needed. Wow. They needed to escape. That like you said. They need something me. light to, to help, um, to, you know, deal with life and, um, and, and to escape for a bit or, or to be inspired. Um, so the very first major project that we undertook at VidAngel Studios is, is called Dry Bar Comedy. And we converted a club and bar into a comedy club and studio. And every weekend we invite Uh, popular comedians from all over North America. And then we capture their performances. Now, the way that they get selected to go there is they first have to prove that they can do 40 minutes of clean material, and then they get to perform before the audience in Provo, Utah. And the audience has to rate them above four stars in order for them to ever be published on VidAngel.
1: Oh, interesting. I did not know that.
2: And then after they're published on VidAngel they get paid according to how much they're watched and how much people start their special and watch it all the way through and they get paid according to how much they get filtered and so they get paid more they get bonuses because people are filtering them less and people you know from LA to New York to Mexico to Canada all over the um, North America are coming in they're bending over backwards to serve this audience and um, and to create good content clean content. So people know that they can trust the dry bar comedy brand. They can see a comedian there. And that comedian isn't necessarily always that clean if they perform at another club, but that they should be cleaner when they are at dry bar. So (laughs) you're laughing. It's
1: true because I, Kobe and I have been to dry bar comedy a ton, like way more than maybe I should admit, but um, <laughs> it's my favorite date. And we, I went on a girl's night and so Kobe didn't come. And one of the guys was so funny. He was so funny. Um, he was from the South. Anyways, I cannot remember his name right now, but so funny. So I got home and I'm like, Kobe, you got to see, but it's not going to be available on vid angel. Right. Cause you guys have to make like do the studio work on it. So I look him up on just YouTube and it was, I was like, how did he do a world set without saying all those words? It was it was a totally different show. Well, about
2: seventy percent of the comedians I would guess don't normally do clean acts. There's probably twenty to thirty percent who are known for doing cleaner stuff that come to dry bar, but the majority of them just the comedy world the clubs they they demand that the content go blue is what they call it mm-hmm. because these long time aficionados of comedy tend to want to uh push the edges uh, more and so but dry bar gives a we had one guy come from washington he says i don't understand why this hasn't been done in la or in new york and that of all places this <laughs> was done in provo utah he's like this should have existed a long time ago and um and 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 we um, have been you know, distributors have been reaching out to us now and saying, "Hey, we'd like to get a hold of this content because it's so you know Netflix's comedy is TVMA, almost all of it. Um, Audibles is explicit, um, Pandora, you know, all these places where people are publishing comedy. They there's no there's no home for family friendly comedy, and that's what we're trying to create. So,
3: what's it like for you guys, Neil, to hear um, comedians like look with like this? with with amazement saying, why hasn't this been done anywhere else? Like, what's that, what's that like? Uh,
2: it's, it's fun. It's really fun, especially when we hear comedians say that they've given the best performance of their lives here. And, um, I think that's for two reasons. One is because of the, um, the structure of the system that we've created where they know they're going to be filtered if, if they go off the rails, uh, or if they go off the rails too much at the live audience, they know they're not going to even get published. Um, the, it creates boundaries for them that they can then play within, and uh, it actually enables creativity. And then the second thing is because there's no alcohol uh, served at the comedy club, everybody's sober, <laughs> right? It's harder to make a sober yeah. person laugh than somebody who's smashed. Yeah, but, that's all there's.
0: But they're in Provo, so they're a little weird anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We all live here, so yeah. just so you know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no but That is one of the other things I do love is that you guys serve like candy and soda. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. Yeah.
3: But but again, I, I from just from a creative standpoint, I I love really good writing. Like Aaron Sorkin is one of my like my favorites favorites to to, to watch because it just demands like it demands my A game to like get him. Mm-hmm. And, and so from my perspective when um, when a comedian has to write clean content like you just said it, it compels them to be creative mm-hmm. and access it's just not let's just not go for like the easy points here the easy layup mm-hmm. like I, I got to really be creative here and and our experience has been that we walk away like most of the times like I walk away thing like both of these comedians were rad and um, it, it just It's it's super cool and there's a wide range of them.
2: Yeah, but but we don't always get it. We've had a couple go off the rails. We shoot fifty specials a season. Okay, we're on season three right now, and um, only about seventy percent of them make it to the website. Is that so? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then and then. um, Probably three per season go off the rails to where the audience is that like right? we're getting some hate mail and how do you get you know just because you know they, they right, that's sometimes what they're used to. yeah that's what they're used to and and if they if the audience doesn't respond quickly some of the comedians if they feel like the the audience isn't laughing <laughs> then they the dig limit. for their they, they dig the wrong direction because yeah, that's, yeah. What, that's what their that's <laughs> what their instinct their instinct is blue. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs>
3: BYU blue, right? Burla no. blue, and uh, and I can I can totally get that, right? Yeah. But I, I think one of the I mean no good comedian I heard this actually from Aaron Sorkin, No good comedian ever was afraid of silence, and um, I, I think that you guys have done a great job finding like good talent. It's it's an uh, awesome experience.
0: I wanna I wanna kind of shift a little bit, and and I don't know how much you can talk about this or not, but we had Vid Angel for a while, and then all of a sudden we didn't have Vid Angel. Um, and can you just talk about the reason and just what's kind of gone down a yeah, little bit? Yeah, you
2: bet. You bet. Uh, so uh, in June of 2016, uh, Disney, Fox, and Warner Brothers sued VidAngel for copyright infringement in California. Okay. And um, when I first got the lawsuit from the private investigator who came to our office and I saw Disney's name on it, I was taken back. But after thinking it through afterwards, I realized why it mattered. Because VidAngel's technology, we've proven, actually is incremental to the industry. So people who are using VidAngel are watching more content than they would have watched without it. Yeah, um, that's so that's It's incremental revenue for them, except for one, uh, one company, and that's Disney. Um, because for Disney, um, as soon as we make one movie so that you and your children can watch it together, then they see that as dilutive to their market.
0: You're not watching, you're not watching their movies
2: instead of, you know, maybe you're watching Sony's movie and you're just filtering out of, uh, the new uh, Spider-Man movie. So you can watch a couple of things that bother you. And then you're watching together as a family. They see that as, Oh, you're watching that instead of Moana. Um, and, and that's, uh, that's the economic reason that we think that uh, that Disney has been the one to attack us. They want
0: the corner on the market of the family entertainment, basically. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. So that's the economic reason. This The second reason is social. It uh, has to do with the Hollywood bubble. And a lot of uh, the directors in Hollywood are very proud of their work, and rightfully so. They're, they're the best in the world at crafting story and telling a story visually. Right. They don't like people... Messing with messing it. with their work, um, but there's a bunch of studios that have chosen not to sue VidAngel because I, I think it's even though that the directors might not like what we're doing, they say ah it's not worth a fight over you know at the end of the day it's making us more money, um, so it's not every studio that that sued us it's just three and Disney's acquiring one of them right now.
0: Uh, that's interesting because I. Like I guess I can't think like a director, creative person like that. But if 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 there's a person who won't watch my movie at all, or watch most of my movie with just a few parts cut out, I would think as a director, I'd want them to be able to watch my movie. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Rather absolutely. Than, and and not they watch do. It at all. They do
2: actually. I mean, if you've flown on an airplane, directors will allow their movies to be on an airplane edited. Right. Um, They'll allow them to be on TV edited because there's they get paid more for it, and um, and they're okay with that. The difference between VidAngel and those uh, edits is that VidAngel is a technology where the family has the ultimate authority on what to be able to to tailor it on what happens, and the director doesn't get to have the final say. Mm -hmm. And so that's not fun for them to have because the entertainment industry has a an incredible amount of. influence over the whole uh, world uh, media and thought process and everything. And then as soon as they can't guarantee a message all the way to the end viewer, um, that makes them uncomfortable.
0: That's scary. What you just said is scary. So how how much power do they have to influence, right? And so when families take back the, the power, they take back the control. They don't like that. And it, it's almost you know it's, it sounds like we're being brainwashed a little bit in, the, in what you just said. That's a little bit scary. Yeah, I mean, I don't I, want to put words in your mouth. I, I don't know. I don't
2: know that I'd use the word brainwashed. I we accept it. We're paying for it, right? True. Like we're we're embracing what they True. what they're creating, um, and we love it. Yeah, we yeah. love it. We love what they're creating, and, and but we we there is a point to the fact that you know. If we're able to do it on our own terms, it changes the face of media, and that's what's happening with Drybar. That's that's the point of Drybar, and the other we're working on a brand new project called The Chosen. It's a TV series that is will be the Game of Thrones for VidAngel. You know what Vi- Game of Thrones is for HBO. The Chosen will be for VidAngel. It's a TV series that everybody's going to want to watch. It's going to be super compelling, and um, and and not what you'd expect in a in a series about um, about Christ's time. And, um and it's and it's going to be fantastic but what we're trying to do is we're actually trying to change the the face of media and mm. um, that's why we've kind of wakened wakened some of the biggest powers that are that, that mm. are out there and uh but, but quite frankly we're getting we got our selves trashed in the California courts and um, we lost the preliminary injunction we lost a um a uh, an appeal of the preliminary injunction to the Ninth Circuit Court. Um, it's been rough. Yeah. It's been really rough in yeah. California. And the reason, back to your question, which was why did VidAngel shut off for a while? Right. It was because of that lawsuit. Um, what we did was we, re, we re-engineered VidAngel so that it would connect. Instead, before we were buying a whole bunch of disks because we knew that the studios needed to be paid and the law said that there needed to be an authorized copy for every. Right every person who's filtering. So we bought millions of dollars of, of DVDs and Blu-rays and then we sold them to um, to our customers and then we would filter them to them. They didn't like that. That's what they got the injunction over. So then we changed the business to where now we connect to Netflix and to Amazon Prime and to HBO. And instead, you give us permission you know, with your Netflix account, which you're paying for, um, right. to filter it for you and then and then we filter the popular shows for you through through your Netflix account and we figured hey now the students are getting paid that we're not we're not uh, taking these discs and filtering them online um, uh, everybody should be happy but that's not the case they are still fighting that system as well hmm. so but we're back. You can actually use VidAngel for your popular Amazon Prime shows. You can watch Man in the High Castle. You can watch um, You can watch Stranger Things. You can watch all these really popular miniseries shows that are really actually fantastic right. cinema. Um, uh, not cinema, but uh, entertainment. And you can do it in the privacy of your own home and how you want to.
0: Right. Interesting. Wow. I mean, and it seems like you're, you're very determined you know like you've been through a lot and you just keep going which is awesome
1: yeah it goes back to your why which is what's awesome We're yeah making that we have a
2: we our general counsel he was from hollywood um he's a he, he was the attorney for the oscars for 28 years and he worked for disney and and some of the other studios he said after he left the studio system to help us fight this legal battle and um he said uh Yeah, I'm sure Disney has never taken on anybody like you guys. You're like whack a (laughs) (laughs) mole. Try to get rid of your hair, and you pop them somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) But at the end of the day, we're fighting for something that we feel like we're on the right side of the law, and that this should be. And uh, and we're going to figure out a way to get there. And uh, we 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 feel like uh, time and and and. uh, just the laws of karma will eventually go our way. Even. Right.
0: Well, I think, like what Ashlyn just said, when, when you have a purpose that's positive and good, then then things will fall in, in, in your favor, I think. But sometimes you just got to keep fighting, you got to mm-hmm. keep going. Change is hard. And it seems like for so long, you know, the way, the way pornography on the internet has just gone crazy, um, that, you know, kind of bad entertainment. Has just dominated, and now that you're fighting for good entertainment, it's it's uncomfortable for people. I think so
2: for the industry, at least. For the I industry, think, I think the people uh, on the whole, like Americans, they hear what we're doing, and they're like, "Hey, we're fine with that." Totally. Oh,
0: absolutely. And
2: uh, and they're and they're welcome it, but uh, it's the industry that's fighting it. Right. Right.
1: So I was thinking back to um, when we started recovery, Kobe. And I remember you asking our therapist, Amy, like, hey, I, I like to watch shows at night, um, but do I need to take that out? Am I numbing? Um, that kind of thing. And I remember her answer was... Definitely. <laughs> I mean,
3: Amy was, was very deliberate in saying you need to have time to find renewal. And if that's going to be for, you know, 30 minutes or 60 minutes or whatever it is at the end of the evening... Then, then yeah, do that. And I, I think what's an important, I think really what you're getting at is is making certain that, that there are really specific boundaries in place to keep content um, safe, safe, safe. That's, that's like the right word. Mm-hmm. And and oftentimes these kinds of uh, boundaries. I mean, Ashley, and I call these the what what you provide the service to provide really what we call is is a safety feature. -hmm. And which is different from a boundary, but a safety feature would be something to the effect of, like we have young, we have kids are seven and nine. But when they were really young, and they'd say we want to go play outside, then and they would book it for the front door, go out in the front yard the whole time. We're just feeling like super, super nervous and anxious because of worst case scenario, which is in a matter of feet, you could be in the road and be hit by a car and you know die or be severely injured. Mm -hmm. And um, so the boundary was, hey, listen we're cool with you playing outside, but we need to play in the backyard where you're fully fenced and safe. But then in those moments when the kids are excited about playing outside and they book it for the front door, the safety measure is, is the chain latch on the top of the door to keep the kids in in a frantic or an excited moment from going outside where it's not safe. This is like that Mm. in in our view. And it's important for us. um, and, And we still exercise this. And this is part of the principle that we teach is safety measures are super important so that in those moments when I'm stressed or there's discord with Ashland or I'm feeling out of sorts and I'm emotionally compromised then I don't have access to material that historically would have led to relapse so I think as far as the safety measures is concerned I think that this is
0: this is as good as it gets if you will to keep things safe while still finding healthy renewal yeah I think you know there's certain um, you know addiction recovery tools that we talk about you know we talk about bottom lines and barricades and things like that and and, and angel f- fits perfectly into that so like for example um, a porn addict a sex addict might set a bottom line for himself a hard boundary that he cannot cross that that could be i can watch um, content only if it's filtered at a certain level right? Other than that, I cannot watch it. And and I can't let myself go into denial and justify and say that it's okay to watch it without it. My hard line is, or my fence around my backyard, so to speak. <laughs> my bottom line is, I need this filter in place so that I am safe. Um, so it's just, you know, it, media is just everywhere and so tempting and so easy for a sex addict to, to find their drug of choice. And when we find something that helps remove that, and create some safety, we definitely want to encourage it. And so that's why you're here, Neil. So I think it's awesome.
1: Right. And as far as the um, watching Dry Bar comedy specials on VidAngel, that to me, like we used to be the couple who would go movies and dinner. Like that was our date. And I hated it because it wasn't like we weren't connecting at all. It wasn't fun. I don't know. It was. I'm a bad dinner date. (laughs) The, just the, the dinner part was fun was completely
0: boring at dinner.
1: We wouldn't talk no we probably fought who knows. Um, but when we started watching funny and laughing, yeah. it totally brought a different connection, I feel like and it lightened our relationship in a different way.
0: Absolutely that
3: and I'll just say that's just been a key piece to like dating just dating is is, is a really healthy activity. And that's something that Ashlyn's always been really, really keen on. It's also because that's her love language, which is quality time, which is, which is also a a big, a big thing for us. But in truth, doing it in a, in a a way that's, that's sophisticated and smart and it's not just easy, um, is, is great. And it's also just a super rad atmosphere. I mean, this, this club that you guys have, have, have got the studio is old, yeah. and it has character and it has quality to it because it because it's that way and uh, it's just a super rad setting. Yeah. So what's been some of the response speak to that. What's been some of the response in the, from from
2: the uh, the patrons who've who've come like in person. So Dry Bar Comedy is rated 4.9 out of 5 stars on Google and Facebook. And um, we had uh over 100 million views on Dry Bar Comedy um, last, last year and, um, it, it's just growing, uh, th- this year and, um, it's been a huge, huge, huge success. We, we've had a marvelous time doing that. It. It's, we've taken more of a, the, if you've heard of the movie Moneyball, um, mm-hmm. Love it's, it. Aaron Sorkin. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yes, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so the, um, there, the, his, his approach was we can't compete with the big boys on budgets, but we can we can do this mathematically, statistically, to win the game. Yeah, and so that's what we're doing is we're trying to. We can't we can't go and compete for Brian Regan uh, against Netflix. We just can't afford it. <laughs> but you go watch Brian Regan special, and then go watch Zoltan Kassas on on uh, Dry Bar Comedy. And yeah, he's you tell from San me Diego, which one, right? Uh, what's that? He's from San Diego. Yeah, long hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long I was hair. like
3: shocked, like Wake Zolt, and, and it was like this this dude. Anyways.
2: He's so great, but you compare those two uh, specials, and you tell me which one's better. Yeah. So the the point is is oh, that and I like
0: Brian Regan. I'm gonna have to check this guy out. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> look, Brian Regan's great, right. but watch his Netflix special versus uh, the VidAngel right, specials I'll have and to check and, that out, and, and, and tell me later how, what you think. Okay.
0: It's
3: it's great. It's it's again just a super healthy alternative, and and also again to bring levity. To what ordinarily is a very dark space, as far as like entertainment's concerned. Yeah, and and that's the piece. It's like, okay, a comedy show, whatever. But oh, sometimes it's nice to just go to bed with the smile on your face, or just reflecting on what was really, really funny. <laughs> so I'm talking about his pets. I think that's one thing that I remember about um from that from that set was. Anyways, it's. It's light. So yes. that's our,
2: that's our first our first step. We've done a few films. Um, we're getting into our first TV series, and and we'll work. We've got some big plans that will be coming out later this year, and uh, we'll keep uh, working our way to uh, bigger and higher budget content. Um, but the goal at the end of the day is to make entertainment good for your home. That's that's why we
1: exist. So that's awesome. That's awesome. And um, I'm a big believer. I have we we have every right to not like media and social media, all of it. And and I love when people are doing good, like seeing the good out there and being the good. And that's what you guys are doing. So thank you. Yeah.
3: Well, um, this has been, I think a a super fruitful, insightful discussion. I, I, we all appreciate you being here because we need, we need more goodness in the world. And the truth is, is humanity has more to offer than the dark entertainment than, than the really hard entertainment. That our kids are being exposed to. There, there's and the people who are behind it have the capacity. And you've proven that through through comedy, through Drybar, they have the capacity to deliver really good, smart, and sophisticated content. And you're providing that,
2: which is we're trying a huge deal. We're trying, but it's not just us. It is a it's a whole group effort. You know, thirteen thousand people have uh, said they want the Chosen TV series made. And they're helping put up the money for it. Well, that's and cool. VidAngel is owned by eight thousand uh, American families, and um, you know, think of that—that that eight thousand American families fighting Disney over their right to do this. This is this is uh, this is not us. This is we're, you. You were the stewards of of what's happening here. But if we don't solve the problem with the help of all these families, somebody will. Because at the end of the day, like I, I just I'm there's a, there's a principle of, of balance that we see in star Wars over and over and over again, which is funny because that's owned by Disney, but (laughs) that light, um, is always comes to, uh, to balance out the darkness and, um, and to give, you know, when, when a door is closed, a window's open. So I believe in that principle.
0: Awesome. And I just, I, I would be a hypocrite to say that I'm anti Disney because my, my kids and I watch it all the time. I love Disney. And, uh, but i think any any company can can get a little misguided and and protect certain things because of their own interests and and i don't i don't know the whole story i hear what you're saying today and sounds like that's what they're doing but i i really do think that you're doing some awesome things Neil. so keep and it up
2: that's well said and i'm i i i ditto like right. the disney's content creators and some of the things that they've created in their history disney's a wonderful company right um the business practices and their lawyers are they they they, nice they have story. their they have, they have they have their own their own reason for doing what they're doing but it, as they you know they're still a great company or creating they're the biggest media company in the world and right. um, and to the extent that they stay close to what families need and what families want they'll continue to be the leader if they get too far off track then um, eventually something will that's true bring them down yep. so
3: cool well thanks for being here um if uh, obviously if people want to figure out who Vid Angel
2: is and Drybar, they go where? You can find the Vid Angel app on the um App Store, on Google Play, um on Roku. You can um just go to vidangel.com and uh it's there's a free trial available so you can try it out, watch a bunch of Drybar comedy episodes. Like we said, why don't you try out Zoltan Casas um, on we'll your check first that one out tonight? <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Really, really good. <laughs> so, uh, and then there's uh, other content, and then connect your Netflix account and Amazon account. You can, I hope you enjoy it. That's awesome. awesome. I think the ability to give
3: choice to people, and especially to our audience who really, who really want, I, I'll, I'll speak from the from the from the addict's perspective. Like I, I never ever felt great when I watched porn. I never felt great. And knowing that there's choice and there's opportunities to do what I read, what, what the real true authentic me wanted to do, it gives, um, gives me hope. It's like, okay, it's not, it's not even, it's not all or nothing. I don't need to you know, watch old episodes of leave it to beaver or, you know, this really, this really bad stuff. So the fact that you guys are delivering choice to families I think it's super important. And also, I think it's a really rad opportunity for parents to have the conversation with, with the kids to say, hey, listen, this is what this is about. It's not just like, here's an edited movie. I think it's reason to have the discussion with the kids as to the, the premise behind it, the principle behind it. And, and it's not just like, yeah, we don't want to watch someone's head decapitated from their body. It's like... <laughs> Let, let's talk about why that's a thing, <laughs> <laughs> right? And and uh, and it's not just, you know, violence, but it's also, it's a great, op- in fact, it's probably a really good segue to talk about porn, right. Vin Angel. Would it yeah, not be?
0: Absolutely. I think it'd be great for parents and kids. So, you know, this, I'm, I'm kind of laughing, this this episode is kind of reminding me of the last Lord of the Rings, where you think it's going to wrap up, <laughs> and it that just keeps going. Keep go, we can't stop talking about it. It's really interesting. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's because it's that good. If Who's coming, Frodo here? Right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: We already threw the ring in. It's over. <laughs> right. It's done. It's
3: done. And no, it's not. goes black and then it comes back on again, right? And then rules come. Anyways, um, so guys, uh, if you've heard this episode, whether you're watching live, please share this. This is a great message and can give um, Renew Hope. To the betrayed, it can renew hope to the addicted and it can give hope to families and options. So please share this, whether it's uh, on Facebook or Instagram or uh, just share this episode of the podcast. So thanks for
0: being here, Niels. Thanks, Thank you.
2: See you guys.